We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. So much going on this week in combat sports. Fantasy football. I don't care about <laughs> Forget about combat sports. This is a fantasy football show. You get show to intro week. producer Cole. You don't Bebe, get to do nothing. Who's, who's hiding out in the wings. You don't get to do nothing. It's fantasy football draft week. That's the end of the podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Tell the people what mistake you already made. That's going to have you crying on this podcast in about seven weeks. I drafted Christian McCaffrey. No, fourth overall pick. I drafted Christian McCaffrey. Dre, I'm going to take my chance. He's getting hurt week three. You're going to be here week 10 and saying, like, well, I get him back for the playoffs. Look, I'm in a 14-team league. Let me just run down this, this team. 14 teams. Aaron Rodgers are drafting, like, the 10th round. That's my quarterback. Yeah. I don't believe in A. Rodgers. People say that every year. That's true. He's, he, two-time MVP, he'll be fine. C.D. Lamb. Okay. Jack Prescott's chucking the ball. Sir, there. there's nobody else. Uh, Jerry Judy. Yes. Russell Wilson, Russell. Getting, he's getting the ball. McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, TJ Hawkinson. I, took it, I, rolled the dice on, I rolled the dice on Michael Thomas. Somebody's got to catch the ball in the one. <laughs> <laughs> and I picked TJ Lockett. This is a 14-team league. I got Lockett. I don't know who. Lockett's gonna, always one of my favorite picks. Because he's but. great running routes, he's, but you just got to give him the ball. There's no quarterback. No, you know. But then I got, like, Claypool on the bench and. But it's, it's a 14 team right. league. And I got I, Tua's my backup. I picked Tua like. Yo, Tua might go off, though. I mean, look, man, they got a scheme for him. He's not chucking the ball deep. He has two of the, what, top four fastest receivers in the NFL? Forget that. He also has Chase Edmonds at running back, who's a beast catching balls out of the backfield. Nah. Thank you, Chase Edmonds, for saving my fantasy league last year. Because he got hurt. And then what's his face in Arizona just scored all the touchdowns? Oh, yeah. Uh, John, James Conner. <laughs> James Conner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was crushing people with James Conner. Yeah. Boy, were they mad. In my other league, I drafted Ezekiel Elliott in the third round. You know what? I believe in Zeke still. I do too. Short yard situations. I think, I think everybody's overrating Troy Pollard. I think, I think Pollard's going to be yeah. good, but I think this might be Zeke's bounce back year. Because he was good on the field. I have no faith in anyone staying healthy anymore. Me either. That's what fantasy football is all about. That's you like, draft and your, your team, you look at your team like, this is incredible. And then like three plays into the first game of the season, somebody gets hurt and your whole shit is out the window. I wish there was a, they'd find a cool way to do fantasy pro wrestling. Yeah, that'd be fun. Because wins and losses, like if you had to pick wins and losses, you really just have to guess. So, like, number one overall, I'm taking Moxley. Man, never lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just like, yo, who doesn't lose? And then someone to break out and choose Seth Rollins, and then the man loses every match. Every like match. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is supposed to be, what is it? Which podcast? Which podcast is We're this? doing boxing All right. right now. So people getting punched in the face, y'all. But yes. know, I'll talk fantasy football on my timeline. All right. It's that time of the day. <laughs> well, I got two drafts coming up, so people might have to endure a brief intro of fantasy football again next week. But actually, before we're talking about people getting punched in the face, beauty of this week is that boxing had a light week. MMA had a light week. So we get back to our opening topics. I split it pretty evenly. So for this show, Dre, time to talk music. It's been a quick second. Yeah. couple weeks. You made the boldest of boldest lukewarm takes. 
But I was you right. Wouldn't, you wouldn't put your chest on it, but I was it was right. close. I was right. J.I.D. I was already right. part of the album of the year discussion. I was right. I told y'all at the beginning of the year about this shit. I told y'all. We feel differently about this album, but oh, it's bold. No, I don't dislike the album. Um, in fact, there's like four tracks I got. Like in constant, constant loop. Money's like money. My, money is like money's like might be my favorite rap song this year. Might be that beat, the hook. My man, Crisis did that. Crisis oh on the God. ball with the heat. Um, the single obviously was incredible. Surround, which one, surround sound or dance dance? No, nah, the first one he put out like a while ago. Uh, uh, it was like his, I can't remember. It was the first single from the joint. There's a video. Twenty One Savage. Yes, that's surround sound. Okay, yeah, super dope. But there's like three or four joints on there. Constant rotation. Sister Nem is dope. Stars with Most Def is dope. Uh, Most Def joint is dope. My problem with this album, which is my problem with a lot of albums that come up for album of the year, and this might be a personal preference thing, I strongly dislike, Kendrick does this sometimes, when people backload albums. It finishes stronger than it starts? Yes. That's this true. is one of those albums. Bothers me to my core. Yeah. Because I'm just like, fuck, it takes me so long to get to, like, the meat of the album. But this album finishes incredibly. Yeah. It starts off a little up and down. Just front load the album. Like, I'm, we'll talk about another album that came out, DJ Khaled. Why do we even, why? Because, one, it's a great album. Not a great album. It's a good album. No, it's not. It's, it's a bad album. It's a good album. No. DJ it's 50-50. Khaled, no. Jay-Z verse and like a couple other things. It's a three it's a three star out of five album. Three and a half it was in the Tokyo Dome. No, nah, like, you take Jay-Z <laughs> off, it's a one and a half star album. That like, album's all about a Jay-Z verse. Jay-Z bodied that verse. He did. Bodied that verse. But Jada interlude, bonkers. Yeah. Then Future got a joint. The future joint is dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just an old curmudgeon. I'm just saying, it's DJ Khaled albums. It's better than the Games album. Well, I still, I finally listened to the whole thing okay. in pieces. Yeah, I, no, no, I got through it in one sitting. I played oh. a game of Madden and I played a game of MLB The Show. Full games, a full game of MLB The Show, and I got through it. Gotta hate Madden, but yeah, I like Madden. You like this? You can't? You just can't score eighty no, points again. At this point, I don't even want to score eighty points. I just want to score ten. Like I can't hard. even score ten. I just got to run offenses, man. You should know better. I got an offensive scheme in mind. I've coached for years. Can't figure out this game. Nah. It, is, it is the worst. But, dude, Khaled, Khaled, nobody ever goes back to a DJ Khaled album. No, you go back to singles and songs. Yeah. Like, you go back and go, ooh, no new friends, right? But you don't listen to anything else. You don't even know what album it's on. I have no clue what album Nobody does. On. Even Khaled doesn't know what's on his shit. Interesting. I promise you, you'd be like, Cal, you'd be like, another one. Like, what the fuck are you talking? He don't know. He has no idea what's on this album. Nah. There was the Rihanna joint. See? That was on the last album, I think. I don't want to talk Again, about Again, it's a collection I don't want to talk of things. About but my point being, that started off strong. He front-loaded the album. Only good thing on the back end is the Jada song. You get to that future track, and then it's like downhill from there. Yeah, it was the opposite. I was like, yo, so now when I go back and listen to it, I got to start on like track five and then let it rock. I don't care for the first five at all or the first four tracks. What's the first five? Uh, yeah, we can look it up right now. I, I don't care for them. I skip Dance right Dance track. is like the third song. Yep. So that can go out of here. Uh, no, Crack Sandwich and Can't Punk Me are dope. Don't like Crack Sandwich. No, it's and I tried to. I saw people like talking about it online. Yeah, and I put it on. I was like, "Yeah, no, nah, that's kind of whack." No, um, <laughs> it sounds like a bad Kendrick track. No, I don't know if that's like a diss, but like it, it sounds like if Kendrick put that out, I'd be like, oh, "I don't like that shit." But then I can start at "Can't Punk Me" with Earth Gang, which is dope. Surround Sound is after that. Cody Blue is dope. This is the thing about Jad that Brother and Them fire. Brother, yeah, Brother and Them's dope. That was my shit. Like my first list. when you every like people listen to Cody Bloom was like JID can sing. It's like yeah, he was like <laughs> you listen to Hereditary off of the the last album. It, like he's dope. He's very talented. Yeah, you go through there, sister and them, cool. But I, I will agree, the second half of the album is exceptionally strong. Yeah, like it's it's a very strong second half of the album. And obviously, once you get to money, oh, I had a text crisis. I was like, yo, man, yo, 
This Those three songs, crazy. Stars, Just In Time, and Money, arguably the three best songs on the album. I fuck with Sister Them hard. Sister Them is dope. I mean, this whole album is about family. Yeah. Like, it's, it, see? Themes, concepts. I enjoy these things. <laughs> Games just rapping to just rap. I don't like all that. Like, give me something to grab onto. This is a whole album about family. That's why Sister Them so dope is because the whole song is basically him trying to explain himself to his sister about his career. And the moment he gets mad, it's the end of the song. Yep. He gets he like, give like me my money. Yeah, he's like, beep. I ain't that some shit. <laughs> it's a great album, man. But I, told, I said it at the beginning of the year. I was like, if this motherfucker drop an album, it's going to be a problem. No, he delivered. It's, it's one of those where it's like, and it's stupid and selfish as a fan of music to be like, oh, I want to see what's next. Like, this just dropped. And it's just like, okay, he's starting to figure it out. You know, the only thing that semi-hurts this album is the fact that 2007 is not on the album. Yeah. That's a dope track. It's, in, it's a great... But where does it fit? The end. It's the last song on the album. Because it's basically a retrospective of him through 2007 to present day. Yeah. The fact that it didn't, it's not on the album, which clearly seems like it's clearances, sucks. Because now I've heard the song, and I'm like, damn, fits right after Lauderdale. <laughs> like, it, I know exactly where the song goes. But yeah, it's... it's like I said, people ask me about album of the year on Twitter, and I was like, "Give me another week, like to see where it fits into the grand scheme of things." But I'm really enjoying this album. No, it's good. Like, it's good. Again, just the starting off slow, in my opinion, was kind of weird. Um, go, just going back through some of the other albums, though. There's some strong ass albums for whatever kind of music you like. Like I listened to the Push album again. It's a really good Pusha T album. I don't know if it's album of the year worthy, but if you're a Pusha T fan. Like, he put together a pretty good project for, like, Pusha T. You know what Pusha T does, right? Like, he knows his audience. Like, he serves them dope. Like, he's like, I know what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just going to give you some better dope each time I come out. It's still going to be the same crack. Like, cook it in the same pot. That's it. You know, there ain't going to be no stress. Pusha T knows what his fans want. Yeah, so that album was really good. I mean, there's just a lot of good joy. Benny, I listened to the Benny album again. It's August. Well, it's the end of August. Oh, like it's a home stretch now. Yeah, but we still no have. No dropping in no, November or December. Nobody drops. September and October, you still have yeah. albums. Yeah, so this is like, we got two more months. Yeah. Anything that drops after that, you'd be like, wait, what year that happened? Because that shit constantly catches us. You'd be like, wait, is that this year or was that last year? Yeah. There's always like one dope album um, that drops like that. But yeah, the Toby album was really dope. I've been listening to that. Turn that off for the JID. So, I mean, it's, it's good. You know who's not in the conversation? Drake. Not rap albums, of course, because it's not a rap it's not album. A rap album. Still not a rap album. <laughs> it's not, it never was a rap album. No, 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 I know it was. Okay. But in my most, like, The Keeper is still like my, one of my most listened to songs this year. I love that fucking song. But that's what it is. All right. And, the, and you still hate the Beyonce album, but that is a really damn good album. Hands down, I still hate that album. It is a really good album. Nope. <laughs> in front of it all you want. Yep, they keep that. The other thing. In music was MTV Music Awards. Wait, wait, before you talk about the MTV Music Awards, which I really don't give a fuck about. You never give a fuck about awards. Why? Who cares? That's why I like Who even watches MTV for music? Like, why even give out an award show for a show that shows no music? Follow it on Twitter. Yeah, I don't even care. But <laughs> I don't watch the awards. I have to say this, because everybody was like, oh, I can't believe Jay-Z's rapping I, like this at 52. Like, motherfucker, he ain't dunking a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't catching passes out the backfield. Yep. He's using his brain. We didn't go, man, I can't believe George Carlin telling those jokes at his old age. That's crazy. Can't believe Denzel Washington still acting like that at his age. That's nuts. I can't believe Maya Angelou wrote that poetry at her old age. Or yeah. Stephen King. We only do this shit in rap music. Yeah, it makes no sense. It, like, and then we don't extend that same courtesy. Black Thought is 50. This Thought 50? Thought is 50. You know what? I'm going to just say it. Jay's my dude. Greatest rapper ever. Arguably still the greatest rapper alive after I heard this verse. He'd look old. That hurts him. If he dropped it back down to the light Caesar, it'd be a different thing. He'd probably still look old. It is what it is. He'd look much better. He's like, pretty- he looks disheveled. Right. And that, that shit ain't cool. Like, Thought looks good. Like, you look at Thought, you'd be like, yo, Thought's look like that for 30 years. Well, Thought is in the summer wearing, like, a trench coat and a hat and sunglasses. All you see is a beard. That's all you see in Black Thought. He keeps the, the the sun off his skin, no wrinkles. 
We can't tell you because big ass shades on in the hat. But the, but oh, the point is, like I watch all these people say, like Jay Z shouldn't be rapping like this, and I'm like, we gotta stop doing this shit. Only in rap music do we do this. Like the Stones, Grateful Dead, everybody can they still tour. tour. Do they still release albums? What's like the age to stop releasing music in rock and roll? There ain't an Does age. Anyone know this? There's not an age. Ross, do you know? Metallica's still dropping albums. Sixty, around sixty. That's not bad. That's, I'm just saying. Like, the only person I know releasing shit deep. Until like their old age was Ozzy. Yeah, but it's like, why stop if you're still making good music? And they actually, some of the motherfuckers actually sing. But in rap, we go. Where the oh. hell is Cole? Is Cole still lurking in the background? This is when I need Cole in. But, but only in hip hop do we go, I can't believe he's rapping like this. And I, I don't understand. My brain works just fine. Yeah, yeah. Where's Cole? Let's patch Cole in here. Cole. Hello, <laughs> friends. Can you hear me? Yeah, Hello. We, oh, you are background. good, producer Cole, baby. No, uh, yeah, no, Metallica keeps releasing new albums. Uh, the the Rolling Stones, nominated. like, for a while, we're, we're, we're still, like, releasing albums sometime. Good albums or just releasing albums? They're just, I mean, most of them are just kind of releasing albums. Now, if you're a fan of the band, like, a, like a Metallica is, is, is different because there's going to be, like, a, a cult fan base there that's going to be super into the new stuff. And especially since, like, they, you know, since they've gotten older, they do, you know, they'll put themes in their albums and, and you know, put stuff together and, like and stuff like that. They're not just like, they're not just like, no, not like concept albums, but like, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not mailing it in. Let's put it that way. They're not okay. just putting like, like the Stones put out an album and it's like, okay, here's some like average rock song. Okay. And go play your hits. Yeah. Um. So no, I mean, you can still do that, but to Dre's point, like the ageism thing, it, it's like. Like people go like, oh my god, they're so old, but like they're still gonna sell freaking stadiums all 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 they want. So yeah, the fact that it like I guess in the in in the hip hop community it gets gets this like weird like stigma to it um is a little strange. It's and it's a little over the top. Looking at the MTV Awards, rock best rock video, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So I mean. That's because like no one's doing like videos like that kind of that. Well, no, no one's doing like that kind of rock music that was like meant to be played on like MTV and VH1 like 20 years ago. Like there are people making rock albums and, and indie rock albums and, and metal albums, but they're not going to be picked up by a network like MTV. MTV's like people know who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are. Here we go. So that's that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Well, listen, they also won like the. One of the Lifetime Achievement Awards last night went to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So they, I guess they got a win. They just got one? Yeah, man. I don't know what to say. Yo, I just <laughs> I watched the Woodstock say. documentary on the Netflix one, which yeah. is very different from the HBO one. And I forgot, like, Flea came out butt-ass naked. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn. And then I thought about it, and I was like, that was 1999. He was like 30-something back then. Flea, oh, hands shit. down. Like, that motherfucker man. looked all of it, too. Flea had been through some shit. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Flea and Slash have been through a lot. Oh, they're 50s. Yeah. yeah. But it's but again, rappers, it's like, oh my God, I can't believe he's rapping like that. Yo, Two Chains is 44. Rick Ross is 46. Pos- well, people don't listen to Deal I Soul like that. Kids don't. <laughs> but kids listen to Two Chains and Rick Ross. And it's yeah. like they're they're old guys. Jay-Z's like a few years older than them. And you guys are like so surprised that he's still rapping like this. It's the type of music you make also. Well, that's that's always the issue. Like, if your if your job is to keep up with the Joneses and be like, y'all gonna be like fifty three years old talking about like the club. Like, what's wrong with you? It's not what you should be doing. That's why that Jay Z verse was so magnificent. Yeah, I mean, but but that's what Jay's always done. Stay in your lane. There's an audience for it, right? Your audience grows with you. Like, don't worry about them kids ain't gonna listen to your shit no more. Like, don't worry about they ain't fuck with you in the first place. You're nothing but Beyonce's <laughs> husband. So just stick with your fans that dig your shit. Like, that's that's what the great rock groups have always done. Always. They don't sit there and be like, man, I got to go get these 16-year-olds. They don't care. No. But in hip-hop, we care. Oh, the kids ain't listening to that. So there's other the people are adults. <laughs> yeah. You know we, what I'm saying? We like, haven't all died off, like, right. from old age at 40. It's like, come on, man. Like, relax. But I just, when I saw it, it just drove me nuts on my timeline when I kept seeing people like, he shouldn't be rapping like this. Why shouldn't he? That's so weird because we're in a career field where, like, there's not unlimited longevity, but, like, it's pretty damn, like, people write into their 70s. That's what I'm saying. Like, How old is Iole? He's old. Like, yeah. you write until you feel My like My guy is still at all these fights. He's chilling. 
Like I, but Kornheiser's like seventy six. The ageism thing was kind of the reason back in the music industry. I was like, man, I'm like, I don't want to be, listen, you know, <laughs> you don't want to be the old guy in music and be a young boy. I don't want to be interviewing him <laughs> at this age. But now I realize, like, oh well, the art is still growing. They're still a lot of them are still relevant, and they have a different audience. They make music for a different audience. It's like, but the age thing is just weird. I can't believe he's rapping like. What's he supposed to rap like? An old person? What's that sound like to y'all? Very good. Yeah, I mean, he does rap like an old person. Right. Because he and still has dope. that style. He's not auto-tuning and no. crooning. But he, he's, I don't know. Oh, my God. What if Jay-Z made, like, a mumble rap song? He can't. Like, if he just came out and sounded like Kodak Black. But that, that'd be the end of Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, like, that's what makes Jay-Z Jay-Z. He doesn't. Only one person can do that. Who? It's like being a Nexus being in Marvel. Where there's, like, there's only one. That's Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne can rap like whatever. And Lil is Wayne, around. he's what 40? 41? I'm 34. Wayne is 38. He can't still be in his 30s. I think he? so. Jesus Christ! But ain't nobody talking about Wayne. Well, the kids again. Oh man, he's old. Shouldn't be rapping like that. Shut up, kids. I think kids still like Lil Wayne. They do. I mean, something about like the the half broken off dreads are keeping him. Well, you know, kind of like he's kind of like age ambiguous because he just looks horrible for any age. <laughs> so, so he can't like really pinpoint, but he's 39. Yeah. See, I knew Wayne was close to 40. Close to 40. He's kicking on the door. His birthday's yeah. in a month. But again, like two changes, 44. Future's like closing in on 40, I think. He's not young. No, no, no. He's not young. He had a full ass rapping career before he turned into Future. He turned into Future. But it's so it's goofy, man. I'm tired of it. So yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about the VMA? Something? Yeah, that I just I, want to run this like, shit by. Don't watch. All right, video of the year. I mean, people don't watch videos. So shout out to Taylor Swift, who won it for a 10 minute video. New artist, Dove Cameron. Don't know, know who this is. No idea. Me either. Okay. Be Baby Keem, Lotto. Someone named Mainskin. That's how I know I'm old. When I don't know, well, at least I know two people from the new artist list. Right. Thing I really want to talk about, Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. Yeah. They've been giving this out for like 20 years. Yeah. I remember, I think MTV Video Music Awards 99 is like my favorite music awards ever. They had, it was New York City. They had the giant uh, Statue of Liberty head. Guy from Rock Band climbed it. He was shaking the shit. It was incredible. Eminem performed great music award. 2022. Hope you get ready to feel old. Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award, which is like a lifetime achievement for dope videos. Yeah. I think in 99, Missy might have won it. 99, 2000. Nicki Minaj won it yesterday. A lifetime achievement award. I mean, she's been in the game for a decade, but I don't. Recall Nicki Minaj. I mean, there's Anaconda. Like, I'm really trying to think. She, she got has- videos. She was like a Barbie doll in one. She popped out. She was in Monster. Um, That's not, Monster wasn't even her video. But uh, she's done some shit. Some Starships, right? That was her song? Sure. Starships made to fly or something? I think that's yeah. a Nicki Minaj song. A- um, yeah, man. Oh, I, she did a... Uh, no. <laughs> I thought her and Cardi had a song. They do not. They do not. They hate each other. Yeah, but I thought... Well, Nikki hates me. Cardi. I think Cardi's yeah, like, why Cardi's are you... like, yeah. Nikki has some joints. I just... I don't she got some that. recent joints. That's great. She got a Video Vanguard Award. Hooray. I just want to make you feel old, because you knew Nikki. She was Onika. Yeah, I did. Uh, Back yeah. then in the BET offices, if I would have told you Nikki's going to win a Lifetime Achievement Award for music videos, would you have believed me? Uh, No. <laughs> no, I didn't think she was gonna be here. Really? Yeah. You weren't a fan? Look, I still got Nikki's number on my phone. You do got Nikki's number in your phone. That's probably it. Could be it, like five it, numbers. That that number ain't good. No more. <laughs> I'm sure Nikki, that number. Ain't you good. never know. So people keep, Big Sean infamously keeps his same phone I number. No, I had texted him a while ago and it, it, he responded. I was like, really? Yeah. I've had some the same people number. are weird. Yeah, some people realize that. She, I'm sure she doesn't. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes me feel old. But it's like. Been it. She's been in the game for a decade now. A decade. A, de- a long time. Almost almost a decade and a half. 2010? 
Yeah, I mean, beat me up, Scotty was like 2009. That's when I met Nikki. Was 2009 at BT. So now it's 2022, yep. about to be 2023. Yep. She's a year away from 15 years in the game. Yeah. I mean, good for her. I just, I feel like she's clinging on to relevancy. Oh, I mean, like she's, she's doing clean. drill. Yeah. She does anything that's hot. That shit with the, the uh, songs aren't bad. The Rick James sample, I was like, come on, with the Super Freak sample. Oh, that song is horrible. Yeah. I, like, I heard it for the first time like a week ago. And then it starts out just like Super Freak by Rick James. I was like, yeah. And then that shit kicks in. I was like, Rick James would have slapped somebody. Yeah, you got to be, some of y'all got to be careful with sampling these old songs. Fuck your couch. They don't even change it enough. No, they just, they just loop it. I, I turned to my wife when that shit came on the radio. I was like, there's not enough cocaine in this world for Rick James to have signed off on this shit if he was still alive. Nah. Not, not enough. This song is so horrible. Be creative. Just Blaze sampled Super Freak. Yeah, way better. For a Jay-Z song. And you can't even, you know. Can't even. Can't even recognize no. it. But, you know, that's not what Nicki does. Fucking kids, man. They don't change anything now. They just put out their original thing. Now, that's some old, that's where you start feeling old. These fucking, when you start saying shit like these fucking kids, <laughs> that's, that's when this shit feels old. Get off my lawn, kids. I, again, talking to my wife, she was like, yo, her dad didn't like hip-hop because she would play nothing but bad boy records. Yeah. And Puff just took records from, like, her dad's generation, and he couldn't stand it. It is, it is tough. And then I was like... Listening back, I was like, yeah, he really didn't change much. No, it's like when you like, talk about a producer. Like Juicy like, wasn't changed no, all that much. No, it, it like Puffy wasn't clever. No, Been Around the World is the exact same song. No, but what he did is he took familiarity of those songs. It would, it would hit the, the older heads and it would hit the young heads. Because we'd be like, ooh, what song is that? Because we didn't know any better. But that's what they made it sound good. Yeah. Shit, nowadays, they take it and ruin the beat. Well, no, now they're sampling 90s R&B. Like if you, yep. if you, a lot of people are sampling '90s R&B, but it, it just depends on how you do the sample. JID sampled "Music Soul Child" for Sister yep. in "Merry Go Round," a song that I, I've always loved for music. But it, the way he did it was better than just a loop. He ran it through a filter. Like I forgot which Twitter uh, social media handle that is that, that shows you how they construct the beats. I shared it with y'all in the group yep. chat. I, if I find it, I'll drop it on my Twitter. But it's like it shows the guy finds the sample and goes through how the song was filtered, like, like if they dropped it a few decimals, like everything they did. And some of those songs are like incredible. There's like a few Dilla songs where the samples are completely unrecognizable. Yep. Dilla was a master of that. But now these kids are just like, put on the record. That's it. <laughs> Spin it. I Drums. wholeheartedly blame Megan Thee Stallion. Really? She went for three straight years where every single, every single she's had was sampled. I mean. Dude. Three, six. She said, well, like three, three, six. A lot of people. Mafia songs. Didn't change them at all. No, a lot of people don't do that shit. It's, it's just lack of creativity, but it is what it is. I blame it all. Yeah. That's, that's my biggest gripe against women hip, like female hip hop right now. That's the worst. That's just my biggest gripe. They sample everything. Like, and don't change shit and just make it worse. That's, that's just hip hop. They do it egregiously. Like her, Lotto, none of their shit's original. Zero. It's all an old school sample song. Someone sampled Kaya, though. Yeah, I mean, Kaya sampled Kaya the other day and put out, like, My Neck, My Back again. Like, it was a new song. See, that's when... It was 25 years later. That's when the old thing comes into play. <laughs> like, Jay-Z's 52 shouldn't be rapping like that. Kaya's 52 is <laughs> just making terrible music. Like, you had My Neck and My Back. Nobody's checked for you since. No. You're still trying. I forgot to pull it up. That would have been great. Uh, it might have been on your timeline, but I saw it on Twitter. Like, a publication dropped the 50 greatest... Female rappers. It was of double XL. It can't be real. Like I looked at, it, I was like, it just can't be real. Okay. Iggy Azalea is like nine and raps in yeah. fourteen, and I was like, this is criminal. <laughs> okay, like, I, I need back. Throw it in back. The check that. Yeah, like to see if it's real or not. I don't think it is. Or I don't someone's think trolling is. us because yeah. no, they can't. They can't be that bad. And last one, artist of the year, Bad Bunny, my guy. I mean, man, the man won a match at WrestleMania. He did. That's why we got to <laughs> mention it. <laughs> He put Damian Priest on the map. Look at Priest. He's on TV every week. Yeah. I don't know Bad Bunny music, but I know he's huge you globally. Oh, it's dope. I don't know it. September 23rd and 24th, concert out here. Keep going. going. No. <laughs> You're missing out on a Bad Bunny wave. Nah, my wife dared me to go to the club last night. She dared me. Did she go to the club without you? No, not at all. She, oh. was like, she was like, we should go together. And I was like, why are you doing this? Which one? What? She was like, pick a club. Sir, that's Monday. 
No, she was just any That's day. how you know you're old. <laughs> like, wait, she dared you to go to a club on a Monday? No, she just dared me Y'all to go going to the club, She nights? was like, we need to plan <laughs> on going to the club. We're going to do this one time. I was like, why would you do such a thing? She was, And I was like, we have been drinking. You know what? Fuck it, I'm in. Tell her we're down. <laughs> but I was, like, I was like, there's rules. And she was like, we got to have a table. I was like, that's rule number one. Oh, no, it's a holiday weekend. I don't even know how to go about getting a table. No, I'm just right saying, now. this is any random weekend. I'm not talking about going to the club this weekend. My wife just said we should go to the club. And I was like, why? Yeah, she was like, it. just to see what it's like. And I was like, all right. So one of these days, we'll go to the club. I'll, I'll report back. I want to go. I want to experience this firsthand. Canelo fight weekend. Let's, you know let's put something on the books. You know how miserable I'm going to be in there? I don't know. I people watch, so that keeps me like pretty entertained. At least I'll be with if, if I'm with a bunch of people, I know that's a little bit different. Yeah, let's do it. Canelo weekend, we can wrangle in some other people in town. I'm gonna go dye my beard. Corey will be here. Hmm. Corey will be here calling the fight. Yeah, I might. I might have to dye my beard to go to the club. <laughs> gonna hit the just for men, the Emma Smith. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, my shit gonna be real tight. Oh my god, I wear shades, I can pass. I don't want it. Going to club with my grandma beer, some twenty one year olds like that old motherfucker in the club. Damn, they don't allow hats in the club. We're bald. Then they know our age. Yeah, well, like we ain't Jada Kiss. We ain't bald like on purpose. Well, like we just want to be bald. You might be right. <laughs> you know, there's always an option. You can what? shave off the beard. Fuck no. Man. <laughs> Immediately, you look younger. No, take it down to the goatee. Nah, man, I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> nah, man. You look no. 10 years younger. No. Baby face Dre? Y'all saw I dropped in the chat. I found my <laughs> found a camcorder with old tapes from me from like 14, 15 years old. That was baby face Dre. I don't need to go back to that. Oh, my God. Your kids would not recognize you. No, nah, my daughter's like, like, who is this My daughter's like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's your dad. She's like, bullshit. <laughs> your daddy had hair? Yes. There was a time when daddy had hair on his head and not on his face. <laughs> yeah. Wu-Tang Cat. That's, that's so true. Oh, man. All right, let's hit the break. We got to come back and talk about people getting punched in the face. Boxing to recap. Boxing to talk about coming up this weekend. You guys don't go anywhere. Be right back after this. What up, everybody? Welcome back. Quick break. Man, laughs during uh, the commercial break. Dre just had a Christmas come early. Uh, thanks to Tony Khan and his matchmaking for AEW. Make sure you guys tune in Thursday. So much pro wrestling happening this week. Uh, actually, it'll be Friday when we drop the episode. But damn near two hours of pro wrestling talk on Friday. So make sure you guys tune into that. Set your alerts. Check us out wherever you guys listen to your pods. Make sure you don't miss that one. So much pro wrestling this weekend. But, Dre, we're here to talk boxing. And before we get into last weekend's fights, rumors, Jake Paul and Anderson Silva in the rumor mill. It's the worst fight for Jake Paul to take. Let's just put I mean, that on. He's just got to get a fight, fight that's going to show up. Oh, Anderson going to show up. Yeah, I know. But he shows up to show out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, man, that that is if that fight is going to happen, which it seems like it's going to be the end of October. They would like it. Halloween weekend is what it's pegged for. I don't know. I'll be in New York. But uh, what's in New York? Is Loma. That, Loma's, when was that weekend? Return of Lomachenko, according to a report by Mike Hoffman. So not officially on the books. So Jake, <laughs> if, so Jake Paul were to fight Anderson Silva's a no win situation because if he wins, they'll say he's old. Yep. And it's another MMA fight. Yep. And if he loses, he was never that good to begin with. So if Jake Paul takes that fight, I'll give him credit for it because it's a no-win situation. It's his best opponent. By far. By far. You just got to get some money. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't keep having these fights fall out, man. Yeah, you just need some time. And to who's going to put on the other card? Because Amanda's about to fight. Everybody that was on his undercard, they found the spots on everybody else's card. Yeah, except for uh, the kid he signed. Yeah, so what? Yeah, but I don't. I don't know, DAZN's doing, and we'll talk about that, YouTuber boxing, so it's hard to get a YouTuber. You'll find something. Maybe, yeah, maybe they go and they get the, the NFL fight that was supposed to happen. Nah, Two that, running backs. That's next weekend. What? Yeah, social gloves. Yeah. Yeah, McBroom and Gibb and, and uh, Peterson and Le'Veon Bell. Yes, that, that's It's back happening. on? That's next, next weekend in, in L.A. I thought you would be going. I was supposed to go before. Yeah. 
I didn't know about next weekend. Next yeah. weekend's UFC. Next weekend is UFC that um there's something else that, that night. Oh my god. What is it? In LA, you say. Yeah, social gloves is in LA. In I LA. wonder if someone they could Oh, Clarissa Shields is next weekend too. Oh yeah, yeah. Clarissa Shields making, Savannah yeah, Marshall. I'm that's a, that. Yeah, that's a huge another stupid us. weekend of yeah, but that social gloves shit. And the opening weekend of NFL. Yes. Whoa, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's so so much, so much going on. I'm so excited because uh, my, my White Sox have been stinking so fucking bad. Oh, my Yankees, too. It's not even baseball. At season. least y'all are in the playoffs. Nah, sir. We're man. under 500. Yeah, I know. Your team's, I mean, you might get listen, a go-home-early card yeah, in the listen, playoffs. But, you know. <laughs> I'm looking forward to New York Giants football. Yeah, That, that should that tell you about you the know. state of my New York Yankees. See, I can look forward to 49ers football because we got Jimmy G back. Well, when you're looking forward to Jimmy G, you're hey, not in that I, great of a I'm position. I'm looking forward to security for Trey Lance because he hasn't looked great in the preseason. It's preseason. And we got him on, on the cheapie. We got Jimmy G on the cheapie, which basically means if – Is he healthy? No, he's, he's got time to recover. So we got four weeks with Trey to see what okay. he does. If Trey's fine, we keep him there. If Trey's not fine, we stick in Jimmy G. Yeah, and then the we biggest look thing ar- is if Trey gets hurt because yeah. he's very mobile. He's very or we look around the league and it's like, oh, your quarterback got hurt? Here we got Jimmy G on the cheap. Yep. So we, we did Maneuver, good. Maneuver, get a draft pick or so. Yeah, points on Jimmy. Anyway, back to boxing. <laughs> With boxing, <clears throat> so Jake Paul, Anderson Silva could be confirmed any day now. Be one hell of a fight for Jake Paul. In the world of YouTube boxing, though, KSI just fought two people at, the, well, not at the same damn time. Might as well. In the same damn night. Three hours apart. Yeah. Tell me why this isn't impressive. Did you see his opponents? I saw his opponents. I could beat them up. That's fair. Twice in the same night. Yeah. I don't need three hours apart to do it either. So- <laughs> the worst part was, look, first of all, so I watched this card, right? Everyone watched this card. We did stupid numbers on it. So did we. Like, yeah. We were just like, this, like, this is doing dumb numbers. Yeah. But I was entertained. Everybody was getting knocked out. Oh, everybody got. Except for that one robbery. That was like the worst robbery I had seen like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know what you're, I forgot that kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, YouTuber A and YouTuber B, yep. whatever. But I was a TikToker, but none the way. Who gives a shit? But they, like I was entertained by watching people get knocked out. Yeah, I got I'm a I'm a fan of uh my boy, not uh Salt Poppy. <laughs> Yo. Salt Poppy, he doesn't do the salt bait, he does the salt poppy hand Bro. rub. Please what? tell me. Again, these are a bunch of people that I'm like, I don't know who any of these people. Yeah. And he comes out and I was like, Yo, he's gonna fuck him up because I was like, he's way too comfortable. Yo, and then he, he laid the hands on him. the back. Oh my and god! And I was like, wait, wait, he can throw a punch. Oh, he's working combos, and he don't look athletic, but he put hands on that man. But I've played, I played basketball up on Hollywood. If you yell anybody but in Vegas, I played basketball up on Hollywood and like Lake Mead or Sahara, like at the wreck yeah. up there. Yo, there's. I was playing ball. I remember one time it was a game of 21. Game had to be, it was five on five. Game had to be 21 to six. Got smacked by like a crew of like 36-year-old Filipino dudes. Oh, yeah. They're dumb nice. Like, and their jump shots are crazy. And they're, I was like, yo, I was like, what is going on here? Look, no disrespect to the Filipino community. But it's like, y'all clearly just, y'all invent your own jump shots. Oh, the form was all <laughs> over the like, place. But they go in and you're just like, oh, my God. Yo, this that. one kid had so much hang time. Like, he just floated and stuck in the air. But he'd shoot with, like, both, like, heels to his butt. <laughs> and then the ball stay here, and he's just like, eh. And then what? I was like, yo, I can't. I can't even call it. He I, had I, mad energy. I was like, I'm not Ding this kid no more. I'm calling I, for switches. I remember, and then we can go back to these fights. I remember <laughs> I was in high school, and we used to hoop on Paradise. Oh, yeah. And we'd be like, all right. Like we'd... Paradise and Trump. Yeah. Yeah. That that's used to be down the street from So we hoop there like every weekend. Mm-hmm. And one weekend, these Filipino cats came up. And it's like, y'all, y'all want to play? And we're like, all right, cool. And they, they took all off their breakaway sweats, and we saw their calves. And my boy was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, why are your calves like this? <laughs> yeah. And they proceeded to run our asses off the court. Every time, fam. Every time. Damn. Man. I was like, yo, what is wrong with y'all calves? Why are they so big? They're so athletic. Like I was like, this is a stereotype, but it's a good one. It's a good one. Y'all no. kick our ass. Like you think, like oh well, there's there's no height, right? You'd be like, oh, what? 
No, bro, man. you ain't beating them off the bounce. Like, Mm-mm. at all. Rebound. They're, they were dumb nice. They so, were diving for loose balls on the concrete. I was like, y'all can have that shit. Yeah. So when... <laughs> that's what it... Cambridge. Cambridge off of Paradise. That's my old hood. Yeah, that's right next to Cracker. Yeah, you better not beat the wrong team. They're going to start shooting. I had plenty of nights. Like, don't don't you score that last point? Fam, I had to go to Avon's. They popping like, the trunk. Oh, shit. Like a month ago. It's down the block from the studio. So I was yeah. leaving the studio, and I hit Sands, mm. and then that shit turns into Twain. Yes, that's And then that's hood. when you know it's wrong. That's Crack Alley. Like that's if, my old hood. If you're in Vegas, and Sands turn into Twain, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> move. You back. see them apartments? Maryland Square? You better get out of there. <laughs> come come you, back this way. <laughs> you better leave. They, y'all, we had a boys and girls club. I don't know if they ever leveled it off, but that's where we used to play ball when still I stayed there. there. Yeah. Okay, does it still have the, you play still, uphill? What, yep. Yeah, we used to play ball in the ball. No, they got indoor now. Oh, they got indoor? See, before. No, no, you don't play outdoor. They still got outdoor, but nobody plays But outdoor. that's all we could do. But they, it was on a hill. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. So, you like, your jump shot would just be off because you're going up a hill and down a hill. And I was like, yo. Then we get on the real court. We go to Orr Junior High School and play, and we'd yep. be all fucked up. We, we didn't know where we were. Behind going. the ball. Yeah. Playing at all. <laughs> Plenty of people got shot where I grew up at. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. So, I saw this kid, and I saw he was throwing hands. I was like, nope. I was like, yep, no, I already, I already know. <laughs> I checked him out on TikTok. He had the Filipino flag on his side. I was like, oh, he, this other dude don't even know what's about to happen to him. Nah, he got laid to waste. 40 seconds. And then danced on him. Yeah, that's a very disrespectful. Yes, his dance moves were top notch. So I am a Salt Poppy fan now. Yeah. So like, I'm sure you're fighting in October with the next KSI card. Oh, has to. It was 40 seconds. Yeah. Let, let's talk about KSI real quick. Why was his opponent the, the pro? The worst fighter on the like card by a country mile. Pro? <laughs> he had a pro boxing record of two and five. Yeah. Pineda. Every I time need he got to see hit, the two people he beat. Shit, he needs to see him. <laughs> that's that, they scratched that one up because there ain't no forfeits. way he got he got forfeit. Yo, wins. my man got hit in the face through the whole fight. It was like he hit me in the back of the head. I'm like, look, man, this ain't Mortal Kombat. He ain't doing the scorpion. Zip it to the other side and punch you in the head. In case I beat this dude up. I mean, look, Swarms look better than this. Dude. And Swarms was trash. You know, Swarms are spinning in circles. Yeah, because like he didn't a, know what to do. Yeah. The best thing about this car, I, I, laugh, I just couldn't stop laughing. So they, they interview Swarms backstage, right? And Swarms like, you don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm looking at his face. It's like, dog, you don't know what you're about to do. Like, you have <laughs> no idea what you're getting into. There's no game plan. No. Nah, and the other thing is, you know, KSI, he looked the part. Dude got in great shape. No, incredible. He looked shape. got in great shape. But <laughs> other than that. For a YouTube boxer, I give him a good shot against people. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's why when people say, yo, he's got to fight a pro boxer. No, he ain't in it for that. He no, but, but I'm saying, no, when, when they say Jake Paul needs to fight a pro boxer, y'all would y'all have been okay with Pineda? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he could find a pro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can no. find we, Anybody can find a pro with a pro record. Yeah. No, no. Look, we'll talk about Savannah Marshall next week. I was going through her record of her opponents. One opponent that she had before she fought her was 11, 55, and 4. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia Baumgartner's record, like, her. Drain ain't too much better. Nah, but dude, Savannah, 11.55? Like, first of all, why is this woman still fighting with, with 55 losses and only 11 wins? Go home. Like, retire. Hang up the gloves. Chill. She can't be, Go on vacation. She can't be getting paid. If I fought 66 fights, I'm just never spending those checks. And I'm taking a vacation. Well, I mean, you know. To lick my wounds. She probably got paid like 60 bucks a fight. She ain't making that much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 60, 60 to fight, 60 to win? It was like, what you doing? She never win. Like, if you know you going to the club, what you doing? I want to go to the club. They call her. What you going to do tonight? Nothing. You want to go to fight? Yeah. Like, she just ends up in the ring. Yeah, it's like driving a three dollar <laughs> cab and shit. Like that's what Yo. it is. <laughs> you know about it's the a New York deep cut. <laughs> Somewhere coal is cracking up uh, in the background. That's a New York deep cut man, right there. Yeah, you got to know about the three dollar cab. Oh man, no, yeah. So I mean, we'll see what's next for KSI. I mean, his brother finally picked up a win. Deji. Deji, yeah, I've watched Deji. He beat the hell out of a guy who's training like, like he was in the Matrix. Yeah, and he beat the piss out of him. He's Did. like, Deji got his first win. But the cool thing about these social media fighters and YouTube influencers, nobody cares about the records. No. They can lose. Deji lost his first three fights as a pro. Yeah. He finally won one. Nobody cares. They're just happy you won. Won it in good fashion. Yeah, he looked, looked good, but whatever. <laughs> who's I was next entertained. For KSI? Yeah. Who's next? Not Bill Goldberg. Yes, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'll be some other YouTuber. I mean, look, again, next weekend is the uh, social, social Gloves card. So that's Anissa Gibb and uh, Austin McBroom or whatever. McBroom. McBroom, yeah. 
And Nisa Gibb got beat up by Jake Paul in his first fight, but Nisa Gibb looks different now. And uh, maybe fights Gibb. No, Gibb's body has changed. Like, I was with Gibb when he fought Jake Paul, and I was yeah. like, no, nah, yeah, that was all bad. Sir, and he's like, I'm going to beat Jake Paul up. I was like, not looking like that you are. No. Nah. He, he is the Larry and Holmes flabby and sick, but he was only like 22. You can't do that. <laughs> Fix it. All right, so he looks better now. He looks a lot better. I don't know how his fighting skills would be, but, you know, he show up and looked the part. It's half the battle, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess it is. I think you may have talked me into going to that fight. <laughs> um, you have fun. I'll be at this trash-ass Kamaya and Nate Diaz card. Really? That's like a card of one. I'm pretty sure I can, like, tune in and, like, help out if I need to. We'll talk about it on the next show. <laughs> yes. And then coming up this weekend, not Saturday, but Sunday, Andy Ruiz returns versus Luis Ortiz. This is a really good fight. How old is Luis Ortiz? 79. <laughs> 79 plus tax. Yo, he's 79, 79. 79. Yo, Luis Ortiz, I don't know how old he is. They say he's 43, and I'm like, you're a goddamn lie. Ain't no cube in the age that they say they are. 43? When you lie and say you're 43? That's what I'm saying. That's bold. It's like, bruh. Headline of paper. He's a great grandpappy. Yo, that's that's a fact. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't even going to hold you. My mom was 34 when I made her a grandma. So my mom, yeah, yeah that gets, it's very it can happen. But, dude, Laurie Ortiz is old as hell. But I don't care. He's still got skills. He's only lost to one man. He's only lost to Deontay Wilder. He looked pretty good that second fight against Wilder. He won every round until he got put on his he's ass. got the right hand from hell. Andy Ruiz can't punch like Deontay Wilder. So this is a very, this is a very good fight. Yeah, Ruiz didn't look like overly dominant against him. Chris Ariola, I think, was his last fight. Well, Ruiz, look, Ruiz fought. Um, Chris Ariola got knocked down in the first round. Yeah. Won the fight. But <laughs> Luis Ortiz fought Charles Martin and nearly got stopped in the first round. Yep. So it was like both of them were trying to be impressive and both of them got put on their ass. This is a, in terms of matchmaking, this is about as good as you can get. This is the Deontay Wilder sweepstakes. Not necessarily. If Luis Ortiz wins, he's not fighting Wilder again. He could probably go fight Anthony Joshua. No, he ain't taking that. You think Luis Ortiz is not going to take that? No, I mean, he is. Yeah. But Joshua, there's no reason for Joshua. I mean, it wouldn't ha- I mean, who knows? I don't know who Joshua can fight. Everything becomes a tough fight if he doesn't fight like the Anthony Joshua of old. Yeah, so who knows? But if you're Luis but he ain't fighting Wilder again. If Andy Ruiz wins, he's definitely fighting Deontay Wilder. If Wilder beats Robert Hellenius in October, yeah, you make that fight happen, 100%. But this is a... This is a good fight, I, and I have no idea how it's going to play out. I've tried to map this out. I've done, like, three different shows talking about this fight, and I was like, I, don't, I really don't know how this is going to play out. You keep telling me to pick a winner. I'm like, I don't Ortiz know. Ortiz is tough. Again, he lost to one person. Is Andy Ruiz really going to outbox him? Well, here's the other thing. So, Luis Ortiz is like, Father Time going to catch up to you sooner or later. Yeah. We just don't know when that is. The other side of this is, Andrew Ruiz has got a new body. Yeah. And we don't know how that will affect his punch resistance. Because if you look at both of their records, Andrew Ruiz, yeah, you beat Anthony Joshua, but that's the best fight in your resume. You lost to Joseph Parker. Luis Ortiz. Narrowly lost to Joseph Parker. He shouldn't have lost to Joseph Parker. Yeah. Luis Ortiz only lost to Deontay Wilder, but when you look at the rest of the resume, you're like, who are these? There's not a lot of good people on his resume. So neither of them have, like, they lost the best of the best, and then Ruiz lost to Parker, but I don't care about that, but they fought, like, equal level of competition. Yep. I have no idea how this fight's going to play out. It's all in how dedicated Andy Ruiz is. Because he, he looks better. He's on his third trainer. So he's, he's, this is his third trainer. Yes. Which some but they people, look comfy. Yeah. That, like well, it looks like a good, like he looks like he's finally bought it. It's like Andy Ruiz did the same thing Ryan Garcia did with Eddie Reynoso. Like, ah, you ain't got time to me. Time yeah. Me. You're too busy with Canelo. I'm moving on. We got another trainer, which I'm totally fine with. It looked good for. I mean, in, in both matchups for Ryan Garcia as well. Yeah. He just kind of needs that extra attention. Andy Ruiz needs the same thing. But physically, he looks tremendous. I just, my last prediction, the last show I did, I said Luis Ortiz by late stoppage. I don't know if I'm sticking with that. I think Luis Ortiz is going to have to punch between Andy Ruiz's punches. I don't think Andy can hurt him. No. That's why I'm taking Andy Ruiz by decision. Which it's not going to be, it ain't going to be pretty, but it's going to be a decision. My biggest concern with Andy Ruiz is we saw it against Joshua, we saw it against Chris Ariola. When he opens up, he gets caught. Yeah. 
And I think Luis Ortiz, King Kong can punch. He ain't opening up on King Kong. I know. That's why, th- you know, people like, they're going to fight like a bat out of hell. I was like, nah, no. they're going to be very cautious with each other. Andy Ruiz. <laughs> yeah, and I think they'll open up at some point, but dog, I have no Good idea. undercard on this fight, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> Isaac Cruz is in the co-main event. Yep. Right? In the Javante <laughs> Davis sweepstakes. It's not even the Javante Davis sweepstakes. The, the Cruz fight helps Javante more than it helps Cruz. Let me explain. I know you're looking confused. Yeah. Javante needs Isaac Cruz to look good in every fight he's in from now on to say, I fought him. Okay. Because Javante has nobody on this on resume. His resume. <laughs> so every fight that Isaac Cruz, he destroyed Yorikos Gamboa. He beat the shit out of Diego Magdaleno. And now it's like when he fights, because everybody thinks he's going to win the fight. Yeah. But if he looks impressive again, the first thing commentary will say is, how much better does that Javante Davis win look now? For Isaac Cruz, it doesn't matter. He's a co-main event. He's supposed to win the fight. Who gives a shit? But if Javante's sitting at home and he's beating his ass, everybody's going to be like, that's why, you know, Javante Davis is actually really good because Isaac Cruz, that fight means more to Javante than Isaac Cruz. Yeah, that's fair. If Isaac Cruz just goes out there and gets molly walked, then that looks horrible. Exactly. Now it makes Javante look lesser than. Yeah. And Javante needs that statement. Fight. I don't even care if he wins. I know. It's not even about winning at this point. Just fight somebody. Just fight. Everybody else at least got a statement. Fight now. And then, then we got Abdul Mars on the card who's returning after four years off in the yeah. detached retina. And, man, I'm so concerned with him fighting. Injury. Yeah, like, I'm like. But we see Spence come back. Yeah, but it's like Abner. It wasn't like Abner left the game while on top. Abner was, had was, lost a fight, yeah. right? And it's been like four years. Shaky. And it's been four years. And you're getting back in the boxing ring. I mean, I know he's got a soft touch, but, man, it could turn out like Omar Figueroa did against Sergey Libanets. Omar well, that was late replacement. Like, but not even that. But not even that. Because Sergey Lipinus is not that good. <laughs> yeah. But but we could tell that Omar Figueroa, he needs to be done with boxing. Yeah. Because boxing is done with him. Because Broner would have wiped the floor with him too. Yeah, Adrian Broner messed up. So some people. Well, I mean, he had to get himself right. Of course. But some people, they come back and they think they got it and they just can't pull the trigger. I'm worried that Abnamaris is going to look like Omar Figueroa. <sighs> not in this one. He shouldn't. But if he does, it's time to hang him He up. might not look super impressive, but he, he, he he'll win. He shouldn't. And <laughs> then they're going to feed him to somebody. Yeah. Who needs a name? That's it. You remember he was supposed to fight Javante. Yeah, yeah that's all. Dang, Abner better not call for that fight. It's very possible. Javante only has so many people he can fight. So they better, they better figure it out. So that's, that's boxing in a nutshell, though. Plenty, plenty more to come. Thank you guys for listening. As always, watching on YouTube, one hell of a combat sports week. We still have our MMA show dropping in the middle of the week. And then after that, tons of pro wrestling talk coming to you on Friday. So plenty of corner podcasts going for the rest of the week. We appreciate you all. Shout out to everyone here. Blue Iron Studios in the win, Las Vegas. Everyone in the booth for holding it down. Producer Cole Bebe for being creepy in the background. We love you for that. <laughs> Uh, he's slowly losing his beard every week. So I'm a little concerned. I don't know yeah. if they're feeding Cole in L.A. We <laughs> have to make him a care package here from he's Blue Wire Studios. So we appreciate you all. Stay safe. Follow us on social media, at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter, at Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube, The Corner Podcast. Until a couple days from now, we're out. Peace. <laughs>